Welcome to the World Class Copywriting and Marketing Podcast. Get ready to discover how to use the superpowers of influence and persuasion to build your business empire. Here's your host, freelance copywriter and master marketing strategist, Robert Sean Pasco. Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of the World Class Copywriting and Marketing Podcast. I am your host with the most, Robert Sean Pasco, and this episode we are going to take a deep dive into the real reasons why we buy anything. And I think you're going to find this to be a very interesting topic, really getting into buyer psychology and the underlying reasons why we will pull out our credit card and buy something. So we're going to get into all of that starting right after this. your marketing is on life support, then it's time to call the practitioner of persuasion, Robert Sean Pasco, for an immediate infusion of profit-pulling sales copy to kickstart the heart of your business. You can even schedule a free consultation where Dr. Pasco will diagnose exactly what's wrong with your marketing message. Visit worldclasscopywriting.com for the prescription you need for the success you desire. Oh, and if the price is right, Dr. Pasco even makes house calls. Visit worldclasscopywriting.com right now. All right, and welcome back to the World Class Copywriting and Marketing Podcast. In this episode, we're going to talk about the real reasons why we buy anything. Now, we as human beings are very emotional creatures. Now, we might think that we're super logical and analytical, and sometimes we are, but when you come right down to it, Mr. Spock, we are not. And I'm talking about the Vulcan, not the pediatrician. (laughs) But all buying decisions we make are basically based on how that product or service makes us feel. And that's why good copywriting is emotional copywriting. Your copy should be soaked in emotions in order to be successful. Now, the most powerful emotional triggers that need to be pulled in order to get someone to buy are the following. Greed. Let's face it. We want more. We want more, more, more. I believe that's a a song. You know what? Most people are never satisfied. It doesn't matter where you are in life. It's, you know that old saying it's always greener on the other side of the road or whatever that is 
and it's true. We always we always look at what other people have and think that they've got it so much better than us and we just we're never satisfied as people. And you know what? This isn't a I'm not preaching here. This is just again human nature and this isn't about saying whether it's right or wrong. It's just looking at what human nature is all about and then figuring out how we can use that to our advantage when it comes to persuading someone to take a desired action. And greed is a very powerful emotion. Another is flattery. Look, we like to feel good about ourselves. And when someone makes us feel good, when they butter us up a little bit, hey, that can go a long way. And, you know, we like to think that, oh, I could see through this, you know, that, you know, that sleazy car salesman that starts off by telling me how good my haircut looks today or whatever and, you know, how great I'd look cruising in that car and how all the girls would be waving at me and looking at me. You know, deep down, I might know it's absolute total BS, but you can't help but not feel a little bit good. <laughs> and the master salesperson knows this. They know how to use those words that that give vivid images of what could be if you purchased. And flattery is an important 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 emotional trigger that can be used in your copy another is anger anger this is really important when it comes to things like fundraising you know i'm a big big fan of of fundraising letters and you know i when i get uh you know political ads sent to me and I always keep that stuff you know it doesn't matter this isn't you know whether it's coming from Democrats or Republicans independents I try to look step step back and look at it from a copywriter's perspective and the best the absolute best fundraising copy is just makes you angry absolutely makes you mad now if you're a democrat say you're writing a fundraising letter for um, joe biden and who when you're listening to this might be our next president it depends on when you're listening right now we're a few months away from the election we'll see what happens but if I was writing a fundraising letter for Joe Biden, I would just, I would hit all the buttons that make you angry about President Trump. I would talk about his arrogance. I would talk about, you know, maybe the racial division that he's causing in the country, etc., etc. It doesn't matter whether it's true or not. I would use it to anger that person I'm writing to so that they'll send in a donation or at the very least go out and vote for my candidate. Now on the flip side, 
if I was writing for Donald Trump, I would say how Joe Biden is going to fundamentally change everything we love about this country. I would say that, talk about how, you know, all the issues that he says that he is going to um, make his priority, that's probably going to really boil the blood of most of Donald Trump's core supporters. And I would stoke the fires of that anger as much as I could in order to squeeze every penny out of the potential donor as well as, of course, getting them to go and and fill out the ballot on Election Day. And this brings us to the twin brother of the kings of fundraising emotions, and that's guilt. Oh, man. We, especially as Americans, we are can be a very guilt-ridden people. A lot of us have trouble dealing with the fact that we do live very good, comfortable lives for the most part. And you know what? They That can be used against us or for us, depending on your perspective, to get money out of somebody. You know, some of the very best fundraising campaigns are all about guilt. Well, I guarantee you've seen on television the sad, sad videos of the abused animals or, you know, those really get to me. I got to tell you, I usually, I can't even look at them when they show the, the sad, abused puppy dogs or kitty cats. Oh my gosh. And then they say that, you know what, you could do something to stop this abuse. You could do something to help this poor animal. And if, you, if you're not willing to give up 35 cents a day, then do you really care about these animals? Do you really, do you really give a damn that this poor animal is going to be put down? He's not going to get to live? Because you're not willing to give up 35 cents a day, you cruel bastard. Well, that's the kind of guilt that works and gets people to used to be pick up the phone and pledge, but now get on the computer or text, probably text message your pledge of a certain amount of money. And it's all about guilt. Guilt, 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 guilt them into pulling out that credit card and and sending that money in. And another is salvation. If you, and I'm going to go on some kind of, mm, kind of some murky waters right here when I get into, this is used by a lot of what you would think like televangelists. Hey, if you send in 1995 right now, I'm going to send you this packet of miracle water that I prayed over and you take this water and you dab it on your forehead in the sign of a cross and you're going to be saved and you're going to live a better life. Riches are going to come to you and you're going to get utter salvation in the kingdom of God. You know, again, uh, you know, I was raised in a religious home. I'm not trying to be uh, sacrilegious at all. 
but there are those types of um, little bit shady so-called ministers out there and it's not just the christian faith it can be a lot of different things where they sell salvation all you've got to do is contribute a few bucks put it in their pocket and you've got a first class one-way ticket to heaven baby salvation if you can make your reader, listener, viewer believe that they are going to gain salvation in some sort of way by contributing to your cause or by buying your product, that is a powerful, powerful weapon of persuasion. And finally, honestly, I could keep going on and on. There's many 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 emotions that make people buy but i believe these were the core ones especially the overwhelming most persuasive emotion being fear f e a r exclamation mark fear there's a quote i really like by Mel Brooks, of all people, the famous comedian, director, producer, and that quote is fear. Everything is based on fear. And I believe in a, in a lot of ways that's absolutely true. So why is fear such a powerful emotion. Well, if you want to guarantee the highest rate of sales conversion, then you can never go wrong selling from the perspective of fear. Okay, we we can just absolutely get scared into doing almost anything. And there's a a saying in copywriting, advertising, fear of loss is 10 times greater than the want for gain. If we have something and it's there's being a threat that we could lose it, we're going to guard it every way we possibly can we have something we don't want to lose it you know that's like the old adage of the the couple that's been married for 30 years and the husband is starting to not pay attention to his wife he's taking her for granted he's you know acts like he almost could care less whether they're married or not but then as soon as he gets a whiff that someone else is possibly interested in his wife is giving her a little bit of attention and that she's enjoying that attention while all of a sudden he's back to his courting days And he's ready to stand up and fight for what's his. And he'll do anything to keep his wife in that marriage. 
because of fear of loss. This is, again, the most crucial emotion that you can push in your sales copy. Now, when traditionally most experts give advice about, say, crafting a headline, which is the most important part of any sales promotion, they say to always begin with a big benefit that your product or service is going to provide to your prospect. And I definitely agree with that in many cases, but if you can come up with a good fear headline, I truly believe it's the most powerful headline you can possibly use. And here's a little tip, a way that you can create the best fear headline is by first writing a fear statement. Now a fear statement is a short summary of the deepest, darkest fear your prospect has that your product or service will ultimately solve. Now this fear statement should be featured in your headline and then hammered home throughout the body of your copy over and over again, all the way through the close, said in different ways. Because if you can catch your prospect's attention in the headline by saying something that hits them hard on a deep emotional level, again, in this case, fear, then you have the best chance of pulling them into the body of your copy and keeping them all the way to the close. The key is to keep stoking the fires of that deep fear until you introduce your product as the solution. Fear is the ultimate villain that your product, the hero, can vanquish. Now, a great example of a classic headline that provokes both fear and its frequent ally curiosity at the same time is what never, ever to eat on an airplane. Now, when this was written, meals were still commonly served on airplanes whenever you would fly. And if you were someone who flew frequently, then this headline would have made you react to it by needing to find out the answer and right away. Hopefully, and preferably, before your next flight. You see, again... Fear of loss is more powerful than even the desire for gain. Okay, so use fear in your marketing and especially in your headlines. And the more you can use fear, the more success I guarantee you're going to have. Because fear motivates us 
to take action. And again, that's why you see politicians using fear tactics so much in their advertising. Now, especially in presidential campaigns, you'll see both sides uh, depicting basically the end of the world if you don't vote for the preferred candidate that they're pushing. If you vote for the other guy, it very well could be the end of humanity. In fact, I've literally heard political pundits on both sides of the aisle recently say that if the other guy is elected, that civilization will come to an end. Wow. You want to talk about using fear to to push some buttons and to get you to vote for them and do the action that they want you to take. Wow, that's an extreme, extreme example, but it's an example that's really being used right now. And you'll see it every election cycle. And what cracks me up is they're using, they're saying the same things now that they did four years ago and that they did four years before that and four years before that. And guess what? Civilization hasn't died yet. I mean, we've gotten pretty close in 2020 here. I've got to admit, we're kind of on the edge. But overall, we're still here. We're still okay. And I guarantee no matter who's elected in the next, this next big election coming up, this life or death situation that they say we'll be in, I guarantee four years from now, we'll all for the most part be here and they'll be saying the exact same things to try to scare you to death to vote for their person and more so not vote for the other guy. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I hope that I've gotten the point across about emotions and how to use emotions in your copy and that the real reason we buy anything is for the deep emotional benefits that we're going to get. That's what it's all about. We buy because of emotions. We buy because of how something we buy is going to make us feel. And if you can use these deep emotional triggers in your advertising and marketing, that is how you make more sales and increase your profits. It's all about emotions. Well, thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. If you haven't subscribed yet, please go ahead. You can subscribe via Apple Podcast, Stitcher, a whole bunch of pretty much anywhere that you listen to podcasts. You can subscribe to the World Class Copywriting and Marketing Podcast. And I am trying to stick to a schedule of at least one new episode a week. 
And so please keep checking back and keep on listening. And if you have any questions, if you have any comments, if you have any suggestions for future episodes, I would especially love to hear from you. I would love to cover any requested topics. And I'm always trying to think of things to talk about. I, you know, haven't run out of any ideas yet. I don't think I will. I have about 50 written down for future episodes. But at the same time, I want to know what's important to you, my listeners. I want to know what you want me to cover on this podcast. So please go ahead and email me, rsp at worldclasscopywriting.com. That's rsp at worldclasscopywriting.com and I'll be sure to write you back and again I may use one of your suggestions for a future episode for now that's it God bless and here's to your success You've been listening to the World Class Copywriting and Marketing Podcast. Please visit www.howtowriteheadlines.com for a free copy of Robert's new ebook, Seven Figure Headline Writing Secrets Revealed, where you'll discover his most profitable copywriting tricks so you can put them to work in your business.